Welcome to the Church Basement Podcast. Today's topic is communicating in a new age. Grab yourself a cup of coffee or tea, strap on your running shoes, or pick up your knitting needles or crochet hook and join us. Let us introduce ourselves. I'm Pastor Amanda Zensolo, and I serve as the pastor at Central Lutheran Church in Northeast Portland, Oregon. And I'm Don Miller, a member here at Central and the producer of the podcast. Okay, why are we doing this? And why are we in separate buildings for all intents and purposes? We are absolutely in completely different locations right now. It is not our normal setup. This is not our normal equipment. So things are likely to sound a little bit different. That's for sure. And I'm in my guest room in my home Welcome to my lovely office. (laughs) And uh, if anyone hears some weird muttering beside me, that's my dog because she's tired here at the end of the day and concerned about the weirdness that is going on. Yeah, we thank everybody's patience. It's taken us a week to figure out how to do this and uh, new circumstances. And I think everybody has sort of had to come up with new ways of doing things. And that's partly what our topic is going to be about this week. Absolutely. And we spoke a couple weeks ago about COVID-19 and what kind of we knew at that time, which is different than what we know, of course, now. We're a little bit farther along in March of 2020. But for folks who are listening to this in the future, we are only in March of 2020, and things are still kind of new for the United States. We are having increasing separation from one another, and everything is starting to go online and starting to go virtual, including our recording, because for social distancing, our studio at the church does not have us six feet from one another. No, it doesn't. Too close. (laughs) Way too close. So now we're in separate towns and recording from our homes. Okay, so in that vein of distancing physically from people, what are some ways that you would encourage people to reach out other than seeing them face-to-face? Yeah, absolutely. Lots of different ways right now. First, phone calls. Sure. Don't be afraid of it. Like, we can go from the low tech to the highest tech. So the lowest tech is write a letter. and Oh, sure. Good old snail mail. Good old snail mail. And start getting those handwriting skills back into functionality. Write a couple of letters, put them into the mail, and send them on their way. You can email people. A phone call is really good for folks who are less video savvy when it comes to communications. And then there is plenty of opportunity with video involved now. Yes, there is. I remember as a kid watching the video screen conversations was like, oh, yeah, maybe someday Star Trek, whatever. Oh, sure. Or I think it was in one of the Back to the Futures. (laughs) But the ones I loved best were from the Jetsons, and I'm not sure we're quite there yet. Right. I was actually thinking of the Jetsons ones, too. But we do have a phenomenal amount. I mean, from Skype and FaceTime and Google Hangouts and Facebook Messenger and, of course, Zoom, which is an increasingly popular platform in the last week. There are so many platforms that are used and available A lot of times with a really low pay threshold, if you already have a video capable computer or phone and you already have internet service. Sure. So those are all ways we can be reaching out to one another. We have 
capacity to FaceTime each other or to just do a little quick video chat or do a quick phone call. Those kinds of things all matter. And trying to make certain that we're doing that across a range of ages and a range of people. This is especially important for folks who find themselves suddenly with far less socialization than they have had in the past. Oh, sure. I mean, people talk about the elderly, but you're also, I have a fair number of friends who live alone. And for them, even if they have pets, some sort of contact with the human world is necessary. Depression is going to set in rather quickly. Absolutely. And for folks who are extroverts, especially, I think the introverts are all like, woohoo. There's a little bit of that. And I have to say that as an introvert, I have done more connectivity in the last week than I have in the last, even though I've been at home. I know. It's wild. It's so much. Not in a bad way, but it's been a lot because people are really frightened right now, frankly. And the way that we comfort ourselves when we're frightened is by reaching out and by touching people and by getting in touch with them. And so all of that is happening, but with this underlying risk factor, that is quite hard. Yeah, well, I've noticed in my daughter, who's very much a person who likes the physical contact, she needs the hugs and the Mm -hmm. touching and the this, that, and the other. It's so hard on her when we're like, okay... I love you very much. And when I take a walk with you, I know you want to hold my hand, but it's kind of freaking me out right now. (laughs) Let's link arms and find a different way. Yeah, it's hard. It's real hard. Okay, so that's basic human contact. What does it look like for the church these days? Because that's got to be a wild change. It is a wild change. And I will say that I am not doing a fast change. In some ways, if I thought that this was going to be just three weeks of this, I might have tried to come up with the very best worship experience ever possible for tomorrow or for last week. But this is not something that is going to go away in three weeks. This is not something that is going to go away in a month. No, this is a really crazy new normal. It is a new normal. And our church council has voted to remain closed through April. And so this is at least the next six weeks, including over Holy Week. Yep. And and for us then, it frees up a great opportunity for us to have imagination around what is possible for worship. And what I'm trying to do is create a foundation that will give us strength in the long term. Sure. So I'm not coming up with real fast stuff. So what the church looks like right now is it looks like making a whole lot of plans for things like how do we get our money deposited safely. Oh, sure. It looks like who's going to be picking up the mails and paying bills. And I'm sure giving has got to be vastly different because there's still a fair amount of people who like to put money in an actual plate. Right. And so making certain that those kinds of electronic giving, which takes out the middle person of needing to actually come to the facility, count the checks that come in the mail, and then go to the bank and deposit them, learning how to get our electronic giving as swift and as easy as possible so that even those who are not familiar with doing that can easily access it. Sure. Right. And so those kinds of pieces, I would say it also looks like lots of Zoom meetings. It looks like gathering with the children at 730 each night to tell them good night and to hear the stories of their days. That's been pretty awesome. 
very brief and very short half hour with all the kids, but it's been pretty awesome. It looks like trying to reimagine what worship is and how we do worship. It looks like updating the church directory as fast as possible so we can get it out to everybody. Sure. It looks like creating a new way of being a prayer chain. And it looks like a new phone tree coming back into fashion and tons of emails going out alongside of 7-Elevens and Nikes and <laughs> everybody else's emails that are hitting everybody's inboxes There've right now. There have been a lot of corporate emails. That's not wrong. Right? And so putting hours into that mix and then it looks like having, for me, church right now looks like having three different recording areas in my house. Oh, wow. So I have this guest room where I'm in right now and where I can be when I have some kind of confidential or quiet needs. Mostly if I'm needing something confidential, then I can come in here and I can have a confidential space because my spouse is also working from home, right? Sure. And then there's the backyard because I have a great backdrop in my backyard because I have a church that's right behind me. Nice. That's handy. <laughs> and so I have a fantastic backdrop for framing when it comes to video recording. And then I have a sunroom that has really good lighting and it has good lighting in the daytime because it's all windows and it has good lighting at nighttime because I have some track lighting that I've actually trained directly on like a chair that I have set up so sure. that I have an actual like visual studio type look to it in the way of lighting. So that's what church has looked like so far. And then a ton of text messaging and phone calls and video conferences and all kinds of things. All right. Let me ask you this. We talked in the past about the Reformation and every 500 years there's a shift. Does this feel like it's pushing the shift? It can. It could. I think the other thing is, is that this is everything I've just said is what church looks like to me in this moment, in the first week of this massive shift, right? Oh yeah. It's really just a snapshot in time. Right. But what the church I hope is going to look like in the weeks to come is a network of caring individuals doing all kinds of things to bring relief and hope in a world that is bereft of hope, right? Like, Oh yeah. And not bereft, because hope is in this world, regardless of whether or not it's among people of faith, but it and it's feels not very far away. It can, right? And I look forward to a time when we are done triaging our own, figuring out how to do this thing so that we can get set and ready to be present with and for our greater community. And how can we be about organizing for the greater good? So we'll have worship tomorrow morning at 1015 via Zoom. That's set. And then immediately after at 1130 a.m., the Social Justice Coalition is still meeting Wow! by Zoom. So that's then the next conversation. What do the transition projects need from us right now? And what kind of work are we still doing with Vote Forward and encouraging people across the country to be a part of our system and voting and all of that work? What work is being done in immigration reform? And how can we be about making certain that those within facilities are being properly cared for in this time, right? So all of that work continues and is needed all the more right now. Sure. And so 
church will look like that as well as looking like figuring out how are we going to be about Easter and Holy Week from our own homes. That's going to be fascinating to see. Yeah. All right, we're going to keep this one short and sweet, and I'm going to cut right to my last question. Do you have a favorite new mode of communication? I have been enjoying the Zoom meetings. I think it's a great platform. Okay. And I appreciate the platform a lot because we get to see people's faces. And in a time when we aren't necessarily going to get to see each other's faces all that much, I really appreciate that. And I have liked Facebook Live for a very long time for our work. And I have been on YouTube for 10 years and... Those are great platforms, but they don't allow me to see the faces of the people I'm interacting with. Sure. And I really appreciate that Zoom makes it possible for people to see one another in a large group. And when you can get that Brady Bunch format, like not just the speaker view, but when you get the Brady Bunch stacks. I've seen my husband when he has staff meetings have a similar look. It's pretty good. Yeah, it's pretty good, right? It's not perfect, but... It's pretty darn good. So I appreciate that quite a bit and I'm grateful to have access to that resource. That's for sure. Excellent. Well, thank you, Pastor Amanda, for taking the time to help us learn a little more about what church and socializing is looking like these days. I look forward to sitting down with you another week on another topic. As do I. And thank you all for joining along. Please wash your hands. Please stay safe. Please take this virus seriously. It is a force to be reckoned with. And we are grateful for your grace as we find our new way ahead. If you are interested in joining us for our Zoom worship services or for anything else, you can certainly find us at centralportland.org. And you can find us on Facebook at facebook.com slash centrallutheran. We look forward to hearing from you, perhaps to seeing your face. And we pray that you are remaining safe and healthy in these days. Until we are back in your ears again, remember, God loves you, no matter what.